Welcome to Rick for Dirt, the podcast recorded as the adventure happens. I'm Frank. And I'm Ali. And we are out here at Overland Expo West. With both of our vehicles. Both of our vehicles, yeah. They on, on their own power. On their own power. On their own power. Triple <laughs> A was not involved. Triple A was in not involved podcast. in the making of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we're out here in Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to say this that if those of you that do listen regularly and have been a part of of the journey that is Kate the Jeep. Oh, geez. Um, yeah. You can appreciate what that what it, what that statement means. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we'll we'll dig deeper too into the last like few weeks because that wasn't covered. That's all happened since summer camp. So that's right. We'll yeah. we'll dig deeper that into that during yeah. the podcast. No, I mean we've got a lot to cover in terms of even your trip with Rebel. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, which ended up being a feature upcoming feature in Tread, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the that was one of the. It like it, yeah, it lined up really well, and that's and you know we were gonna do a feature earlier, and yep. then I told Kelly about the trip, and she's like, nope, I want Colorado pics. That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, were those all your photos? No, they're actually Evans. Oh, Evans photos. Evan Gage uh, from Got Rebel Off Road. He shot um, the majority. I'd say like ninety percent of the photos were were photos that he took. Nice. So you guys and just mix them together. And- yeah, exactly. Um, I'll give her. I'll give her some filler, but um, all the Colorado. So we shot. Um, a mix of photos between Colorado and Utah. Uh, we got to Utah and we realized that we needed some action shots or that we would be nice to have some action shots. Yeah. So we stopped at San Hollow. Oh, rad. And we got a little rowdy in the FJ. <laughs> nice. So so uh, you recently, I mean, within the last month or two, yeah. got your lockers done and everything, right? A lot done, man. Yeah. Like, like the FJ went through like version 2.0, basically. Yep. Like we got, um, yeah, I mean, let's run down the list, right? Like it's... Um, I mean, so, start, start wherever. I, I think maybe start with the FJ and then let's get into the trip too. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, getting ready for the trip, I knew it was going to be a big trip and then the opportunity with Tread. And so I was like, you know, I want to kind of like taking, you know, a tip from you, right? Like I want to, it was an opportunity to kind of make a bit of a splash, yep. right? And kind of like take the FJ to the level that I've always, where I envisioned it and actually put it there. I wasn't sure you were even going to wheel this thing, honestly, ever. Really? Yeah. I mean, because <laughs> it's so clean and it's like your baby. And I'm But like, I do wheel it. I mean, we do. I mean, not the way you do, yeah. right? But I do. We go off-road all the time. But now do. you've yeah. got a very capable FJ. 100%. And I tested some of that capability. Like I got like I got pushed out of my comfort zone during this trip. And we'll definitely talk about that because that was interesting. Um, but in preparation like look suspension wise it's dialed i didn't need anything there right. right the the it's got all you know the camber stuff up front the kings all around it's dialed um but i did want to go bigger on tires so um i got some new wheels uh some true bead locks from fuel yep still same, red yeah still red same uh model of wheel like as far as design mm-hmm. just bead locks yep and that allowed me to go up to a set of 35s um which which i'm running now is the the falcon mto1s and so that that kind of like surprisingly there wasn't a lot of effort involved in bumping up to a 35 no um it was you clear everything yeah the rear end clears just fine um the only snag that we hit is there was some rubbing on the front at full lock on the body mount yeah and you had had to rechop that yeah so we had to rechop it and get really aggressive on the body mount and essentially and that's the one tip of a straight up right now for anyone that has a toyota tacoma forerunner whatever get aggressive out of the gate like with the chop yeah there's no there's no there's no negative to it just do it yeah. Just just wrap the cut right around the body. That's mount. just a weird thing that Toyota did, huh? Yeah. With that thing that, that, tra- that body mount that sticks out. It does nothing. And it, you don't lose any integrity nothing. or anything. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You don't need to re. I mean, some vehicles, I guess some guys are doing relocation kits. I've heard mixed reviews about the relocation kits cracking and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but 
but get aggressive with the body man shop. It's not going to cost you more. Just get aggressive with it. Do that it way, one done, and, and done. then you're and you're done. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. Um, Jacob over at Rebel, who was who's super knowledgeable. I mean, even I was questioning him. I'm like, dude, you work on Jeeps all day. You really want to? You really want to do this? He's like, oh yeah, I want to. I'll, I'll cut the plastics. I'll make sure it looks clean. Like, yeah. And he, sure enough, man, he trimmed the inner fender liner, perfect, hammered the pinch weld, lined it with rhino liner. Like, it looks good. Looks good. It looks really clean. Yeah. Um, and, dude, no rubbing. So like, so how was it? Like, were you were you in some off-camber stuff? Like, what were you Yeah, so, so with the suspension part, like, we were doing some trails, and, I mean, Colorado has some, is, is in some ways a lot like California, where it has a lot of really varied terrain. Okay. Like, there's a, you can do pretty much anything, whether it's, like, dirt roads, rock gardens, rock crawling. Like, I was not expecting to do half the stuff that we did. And the crazy part is, like, especially for a heavy vehicle and a naturally aspirated vehicle, is you're doing it at, like, elevation. You're right. doing all of this, like, over 9,000 feet. You know, did you notice any difference in your performance? I did notice a little bit of a power sap, yeah. like getting up, especially when we were doing like Imogene Pass, which is like over thirteen thousand feet. Oh wow! But I mean, at this, but to be fair, like I had a power sap, like <laughs> I was like, I was huffing and puffing up there, like. Um, oh, you mean you physically? Oh, totally. Like, like so. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because all of us have have had experience at elevation, and I've been to Colorado many times, both for work and for fun, and I've never had altitude sickness. Like right. all of us got sick. Really? Yeah. All you of know, us got altitude sickness. True story. Kind of funny. Um, first, the first night here, I went to go uh, to hang out with Marco and Will and everyone. Yeah. Um, at their camp in the main campground here, and I got, I took uh, Nate from stinger off-road's bike he had already left so i stole his bike and i'm and i'm pedaling out there and i'm like why am i so winded <laughs> and i forgot that even here we're at yeah. like seven you're like at i think it's yeah it's over it's over six it's over six, yeah, it's over six. and yeah dude it takes a little minute does. to get used to like it being does. at a different altitude yeah, and so in this whole trip, like once we got into the Rockies, we were never below nine thousand feet. Oh wow! Like we were always up there, and so I guess what and what happened was we were fine, 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 going to the trails, doing mm-hmm. the passes. We were fine. When we got to camp, it was the setup. It was a setup and teardown of camp that got us. Oh really? Because you're running around and you're running around like normal. But you're and, like getting up on your rig, getting yeah, down you're from jumping your rig. around, you're yeah. moving, climbing. You're you know you're you're using you're exerting yourself, right? And you're not recovering. Yeah. Right, and so we all went to bed, and we were all feeling kind of tired and lightheaded. And then the next morning, um, it really nailed us. Because yeah, we're, you're packing, you're smashing things into things, you're lifting things, and all of us were like just sucking wind. We were feeling nauseous, like we were dehydrated. On top of that, because you, I, you, we all underestimated like the amount of water that we had to drink. Right, and we were already slamming water, and it wasn't enough. Really, like we all, so we were dehydrated. We were. We were, we were lacking oxygen, so the headaches ensued, the nausea ensued. Um, once we knew we were getting sick and we were not doing enough, we corrected and we were fine the rest of the trip. Got it. Like, we just started. Was t- that, like, your first day or two? Yeah, that was the first. That was the second day. Second day. Second day. And so, like, literally, no joke, dude, walking from vehicle to vehicle, we we were all walking at half speed just to not, like. Really? That's how, that's how serious it was. Wow. Yeah. Like I and and even me, like I would have even looked at it and said, You guys are exaggerating. There's yeah. no way you were that you were that bad. But it's everybody. Everybody. Oh. Yeah. And so when I jumped out at Imogene Pass to get my, my photo, like I jumped out of the FJ, I took five steps and I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of breath and I can't get it back. <laughs> What's so happening? It's like being punched in the gut. It's a, it's a weird feeling. That's it's a right. weird feeling. But it was epic. 
So let's talk about the trip. So yeah, so what'd you guys do? First, second, third. So we went up through, um, through. We went up through. Actually, we came to Flagstaff. We okay. came straight, uh, straight east of Flagstaff. We picked up uh, one of Evan's buddies here, uh, and then we went straight north. Same trip that we, you and I took when we went to Moab. Actually, okay, that same highway. It was Highway eighty nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like like a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah, it goes straight up here through like Navajo territory like okay. the navajo reserve and all that kind of stuff and um and it goes into a little sliver of new mexico and then into colorado okay and that was the first day we did all of that in the first day it was a burner man long long day and we found this epic campsite next to a river uh, it a developed site so it had you know a restroom and all that and um super beautiful i mean the, the one thing that we lucked out on is the weather was f- fantastic the entire time it was gorgeous the yeah. entire time clear skies we were doing night photography, and it was so clear and so perfect that we weren't even ha- busting out tripods. We were literally putting you could phones. get the Milky Way. Just. Yeah, we were literally putting phones on the hoods of vehicles and just pointing them at the sky, like straight up, setting the phone down and looking straight up. And we got like some gorgeous shots. That's like right. it was that cool. And I saw Evan posted one of his yeah. favorite shots, and it was just such a beautiful sky. And Evan was like, you know, and, he, and you know, he takes great photos, uh-huh. right? And so, and he was telling us, he's like, man, I suck at night photography. He's like, I can do all this other stuff. And he I got suck. the most epic. And shot. he got the most epic shot. So, bad. <laughs> so we did that that first night. Um, funny story: we we found out after the fact that we were actually camping on on a reservation oh, on, wow. on their developed campsite, and so we didn't know that because there were no signs, and so. We, we were driving through, and then we got stopped um, at the top. We, we got crisscrossed. Like they went the other direction. They, they blew, we, we blew right past them. Um, uh, who's, uh, who's they? Uh, the, I think it was the, the Ute tribe. Okay. And so we, they were in their white van, and they had a, a kind of insignia on the door. Right. And they drove right past them in the opposite direction, and we were driving out. And um, I go, oh, I bet, those are the, I bet those are the guys from the tribe, and we're probably not supposed to be here. And so then Jesse was, was at the tail. They were tail gunner. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, he's making a U-turn. And I was like, well, he's not going to catch up to us because we're all built out rigs. And so we're doing like 30. Yeah. You know, he's doing like 15, oh, you know. Uh-huh. And then we get to a T intersection and it says private property reservation land at all the different ways you can go. Oh, wow. So we're like, well, shit, we have to turn around because this is because we're on a county road. We're in the reservation, but on a county road. Okay. And so the, you just didn't see the sign. We didn't see the signs, the- but. But we also didn't know that what we were on was a county road. We were just deep. And so okay. we were trying to get out is basically what we were trying to do. And so the guys roll up, and they were super nice. Sure. Super nice. And they were like, oh, yeah, this is all reservation. Basically, from the dirt road, from the highway to here is all reservation. Oh, wow. And we were like, okay, so how do we get out? Like, and he goes, well, you can go this way, and it'll take you to the highway. But this is a different reservation from a different tribe. He goes, you can't go this way because that's why we're here. You can't keep going down this road. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Um so he goes, but you want, you're telling us to go this way. He goes, yeah, it's the fastest way to the highway. And I go, but it's through this tribe's land. And he goes, yeah, but there's, they're not there. Like they're, they may, they, you may, they may see you at the end when you're already about to get out yeah. and they'll probably tell you not to come back through, yeah. but you know, huh. just go through. And we're like, yeah, but we don't want to piss anybody off, dude. Like, like, we're not here. To- like, they're, they're, they're like, fuck with those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on purpose. <laughs> exactly. He's like, no, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, just go through. You'll be fine. And, and he goes, he goes, Five miles down, it turns into County Road again, and you'll be fine. And we're like, okay, but still, like, are we gonna get like in trouble? Are we gonna piss these guys off? Like, we're not trying yeah. to make enemies here. We, all our vehicles are logoed, yeah. right? Like, we're yeah. not trying to be jerks. And and he goes, 
He's like, no, you'll be okay. He's like, if you if they say anything, just tell them I said it was okay. And we're like, well, who are you? Who are you? What's <laughs> yeah. your name? Do you have a business card? <laughs> yeah, we're like, well, who the hell are you? <laughs> are you the fucking chief, dude? And keep in mind, he's laughing. We're we're having fun this whole time, yeah. right? And so he goes, no, no, no. He goes, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. He's like, if something happens, just come back this way. We'll still be here. And and I was like, okay. And so we went, and sure enough, we saw absolutely no one. Like oh, really? We went, yeah, we saw no one. Got out. And- uh, yeah, we got out. We, we, we got onto the county road, like he said, and then we went through this little, like, town that, that went through, which is gorgeous. Like, some of the most amazing chunks of land and homes I've ever seen. Like, nice. ranch-style homes. Like, gorgeous. Like, that was probably one of the cooler things is that you realize how adaptive human beings are. Because you think you're out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Right. You come around a bend, and there's a homestead there. Yeah. Just some dude out like off the grid, like just has his land. Like has his has land. His he's like hours from civilization and he's just living a happy life out in the mountains, you know? That's so right. Yeah, it's it was man, it was it was stunning. So well, we got a lot of friends actually out here in Arizona who are starting to buy land. Yeah. And it's like and as soon as they started doing that, like Christina and yeah. even Jordan was talking about it, it's like Wow, we're all getting old. Yes, like we're, we're at the we're, ages where yeah. we're starting to buy land and yep. starting settle to put down. down roots. <laughs> yeah, trying to put down roots and fence off our little corner of the world. Doesn't doesn't sound like it sucks though. I mean, nah. I can definitely uh, I can definitely get into that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think like anything, right? Like if you can find something that kind of fits your needs and and is your your wish list, right? Like right. The, the kind of like the kind of setting that you that you seek out then yeah i mean it doesn't suck there well, were homes and we said that a lot like we would we would get in the radio yeah. and we'd be like check out this spread on the left and we'd be like oh that doesn't suck yep. <laughs> must be nice must be nice yeah you know <laughs> it's funny because in uh arizona they rescinded some law that prevented people from b- building tiny homes oh really and so tiny homes are totally legal i didn't know there was this whole thing I about know it that either and uh, it seems like as long as you have property and land, you could build one of these like, you know, Connex box homes yeah. or these little mini prefab houses. Right. And uh, I guess you don't have to go through the whole permitting process. I don't know. Oh, that's cool. It just seems like it's very easy to do. Yeah. So it, which is why a lot of people are starting to find a plot and put a house on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, as much as I want to, I couldn't go. I couldn't tell you all the passes that we did. We did so many. Um, we, we crisscrossed through Silverton. Uh, probably three times, four times, which is uh-huh. a cool little town. Um, but we did a lot of the popular ones. We didn't do Black Bear, um, oh, but yeah. we did. We did Imogene. We did Ophir. We went through the town of Ophir. We went through Telluride, Aspen, um, all the passes that go Continental Divide or Continental Pass, um, which is I think a little bit higher than Imogene. Maybe maybe a little bit lower. It's really close, um, but that's a paved road. So there's like tourists up there and. Same thing. Like everyone's basically having a heart attack. We're trying to trying to walk to the edge so they can see. Um, were you telling? Were you the one telling me that there was some like washout on one of the trails? No. Who was that? That was, um, that was one of the guys we were talking to yesterday. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. That was a different trail, but it was also in Colorado. I yeah, think. I think that might have been Black Bear. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah that might have been. But um, Black Bear. I mean, Black Bear would be really cool, but I just see so many horror stories out of that pass. Yeah, we did Tin Cut Pass. Um, we did Stony Pass. Stony cool. Pass was really cool. That was straight out of Silverton. Uh, Tin Cup Pass is really cool because you go through the town of Tin Cup, which is like an old mining town, like super little, like straight up wooden oh, structures. Old like timey. People still live there. That's right. Like it's, yeah, really, really cool little town. Um, I have some pictures on Instagram that I posted from Tin Cup. Um, what, was, what was your favorite? My favorite was surprisingly, and you're going to probably give me shit for this, the, the, the 300 yards that we did of rock crawling. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you hooked now? No, I'm not hooked. I don't. I don't. It's not, not something. No, I'm not hooked. But that was the. But that was my favorite section for sure. That's um, so funny. I think partially because. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm def. I'm definitely dark side creeping. Like, Pre- I'm, prepare to I'm break like, all your shit. Yeah, I'm like kind of. I'm dabbling, right? Yeah. And so, um, but mostly because it was. It was the first kind of challenge, real challenge that we had. Before then, it was just like looking at your window and at Disneyland. Like it was just everything was was sensory overload. Yeah, just gorgeous everything. You know, you couldn't you couldn't even pick a direction to look at that was bad, right? And so um, we were going through this. It was after Tin Cup. We had come down this pass onto this lake, um, and then we were driving through another town, and we were heading uh, towards this kind of lake that was at elevation. That's where okay. we were going to camp, and. Um, at the end of this like maintained fire road, it turned into a trail and then it turned into like a double track, like super tight Jeep trail. Um, so we went up it, we, we were kind of like hesitant because we had a big gladiator with us right. and then we had the 2,500 Ram. Yeah, um, that's right. Robert. The, yeah. The Mythosaur Motorsports, um, van, uh, van, sorry, truck. truck yeah, um, Laramie. That thing is bad. That thing is built. It's bad. That thing flat me all the way from Williams and that's the didn't one. even feel it. Yep. That's the one. And so we had uh, Robert and Jesse with us, and so I was essentially the smallest vehicle in the group. Like in terms of just your form factor? It's sort of like wheelbase, yeah, exactly. You don't even have a tent on this thing. Right, exactly. And so Evan kind of looked ahead, and he's just like, we can make it. Um, I think we can make it. Robert, you should check, make sure you're comfortable putting the Dodge through this. Right. And he's like, oh, it's got slider, just got armor. We're, we're, we're good. Because <laughs> that's why I bought it. Yeah, exactly. Robert's like, I got this. Yeah. And so, and Jesse, you know, she's a great driver. So yep. she drove, he spotted, it was, it was, it actually worked out really well. Nice. Um, we had a mechanical issue. Um, we did, we did the first rock garden kind of minor gatekeeper. I wouldn't really call it a gatekeeper. It was more of like a, hey, if you can't do this, don't continue. Got it. Kind of. It was kind of like the the preventative the, measure the, on the, the trail. It was the it was the Prius the Prius stopper. The Prius, you know, <laughs> those fucking Priuses, bro. The, the Prius preventer. I think they get airdropped. <laughs> yeah, right. It was the Prius preventer. Um, and so uh, trademark. And so. <laughs> And so we went up, and sure enough, like not even a hundred yards up, maybe maybe it, there was there was a true like, you know, rock crawling situation, and um, Austin and Robert kind of spotted me through. FJ did fantastic. I mean, it was so like, was it like a out. waterfall? Where- no, it was just these massive boulders that uh-huh. would kick you off camber, and you had to ride the top of the boulders. Like it was massive boulders. Yeah. And um, if you if you dipped, like if, if you tried to like straddle the boulder, uh-huh. you were a you were gonna rub, but most importantly, you were gonna get really off camber. And like, if you and then that's a bad day. Because- yeah, and you had to stay on them. Like do not slide yeah. off of them, right? Because it would be bad. And so <laughs> You're like yeah, I have no intention of sliding. It's, right. Yeah. It's up to the it's <laughs> yeah, up to the FJ. Yeah, definitely not planning that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so you know, they and because all of the obstacles, the gnarly part was they were off camber and they all involved turns. Like it wasn't like you were just doing a straight obstacle like you do in Moab. Right. Like in Moab, almost everything is straight on, right? And this one was like everything was off camber and everything involved like a anywhere from a forty-five to a ninety-degree turn. Right. And so, we did the first one. We waited for the twenty-five hundred because it had to be more finesse through there yep. um we got up and then the gladiator had a minor issue um mostly it wasn't like a mechanical issue it was just a part that was not doing its job and we didn't want to make it worse right and so okay. we were trying to figure out like do we continue do we not it was probably going to be a 30 minute fix on the trail and austin like he's a tech so he jumped underneath and started working on it right away nice and um, we had a bunch in the meantime we had a bunch of utvs coming down okay and so by this time we had done two obstacles already and we were sitting on flat ground fixing the the gladiator. Lucky. And yeah, exactly. And these guys, UTVs came down and we were like, hey, so how is it like up there? Like 
you see what we got with us like how bad is it and he's like it gets about it's like this it's kind of like what you guys did it just continues on um so expect more of this and he's like you'll be fine we're like oh okay that's great we'll continue on then we'll fix this and keep going then this other guy comes down. He's like from Tennessee. Huge southern accent driving a UTV. Super cool guy. Uh-huh. But he's like, and I go up, I walk up there and let him know because he was smart enough. Like you knew he was on his game because he didn't even try and push up against us a squeeze by. Like he saw us and he stopped and pulled over. And he knew. Just told his group to pull over. That's yeah. Nice. He's like, these, and I walked up and said, hey, thanks for giving us space. Um, it'll be about a 30 minute fix and we'll yeah. be out of here. And then he started, we started talking and shooting the shit because he was a really nice guy. Big, thick uh, southern accent. Right. And he's like, y'all boys need any help. You let <laughs> us know. We got we got boys that can fix things, and we got lots of tools. <laughs> and we were like, all right. So <laughs> we were like, all right. This dude's rad. And so um, he goes, what kind of vehicles y'all got with you? And we told him the Gladiator and the FJ. And he saw him. He's like, all right, that's cool. And he goes, and we told him, we, got a, we also have a Ram 2500, which he couldn't see because it was further down the bend. And he goes, that ain't gonna make it. Oh, really? He's like, there's no way in hell you're getting that thing past the next obstacle. And basically, what it was, he says, he said, basically, what it was is you climbed up a little bit further, uh-huh. and then it turned into a shelf road. Okay. And so it was like a thousand plus foot drop. Oh, and and um, he said his UTV, I think he said it was seventy two or seventy four inches wide uh-huh. at the tires, and he said that his barely fits around this it was, boulder. It was just a width allowance or. You just needed that clearance. Yeah, and you had a big boulder on the right-hand side, so there was no going up the wall well, to, I mean, to make room. Is that Was that Laramie, like, that much bigger than the Gladiator from Rebel? It's wide. It's wider? Yeah, yeah, it's wide, and it's long. And the problem is, like everything, remember I was telling you, it's on a turn. Yep. So, so because it's so long, it has to swing wide to make the turn, and there is no swinging wide on that obstacle or that on that on that section of trail. And so he goes, "It's a he goes." There's jeeps that go up here and do it, but they're crazy. He's like, <laughs> and then we started talking to them, and it's old, but it's old like CJs and TJs, like like small wheelbase, fifty something wheelbase vehicles, you know, like right. super narrow jeeps that do it, you know, and so old willies and stuff, right? And so like. He goes, my recommendation is fix the Gladiator and turn around. He goes, you're, he goes, you're, he goes. I'm being honest. You're not going to make it. He's like, there's no way. He goes, we barely fit, and I'm white knuckling the whole time, and I've been up here all the time. And so we were like, all right, this guy. Like, knows it's not a guy who hasn't done it. Exactly. We're like, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's super helpful. He's he's clearly knowledgeable. He's he's a Jeep guy, so he's not just a UTV or okay. no offense, um, but he, basically he's got experience <laughs> all around, right? And so. Um, so we so at that point we decided to turn around and actually it it ended up working really well because we ended up when we turned around you we backtracked into this gorgeous valley we had driven through uh-huh. and we ended up finding one of the most epic campsites of the entire trip. Um, and, this, and the cool thing about the trip you guys did it wasn't just to go crawling it correct. was to really enjoy yourselves. Correct. It was a total leisure cruise and it was it was all about just like the entire purpose of the trip was to just experience the country. Yeah. Like to just experience Colorado, what it had to offer, and take in the beauty and the exploration of the state. Like that's that's there was no even the agenda was super loose. Yeah. Like it was fluid. And that was on purpose. That was on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Evan like masterfully like 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 mapped this out. Like I mean, he's I gave when, him a lot of credit. When he man. first when he first did it, um on the Continental Divide. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. make it. Uh I think again I was having issues with the Jeep. I was bummed. Yeah. And then, so this time around, I was really looking forward to going and then, you know, yeah, blue. But yeah, that just, to me, it sounds so appealing to really just go to a spot and just camp and not be in a rush to Correct. go anywhere else. Like, I like camping. Yeah. You know? I, 
I call it I yeah. call it vehicle based camping. Yep, it's not that's so exactly what it is. Overlanding for yep. me, but you know, I, I do a lot of those trips where you know we go out and we're yep. just constantly moving, constantly moving. Waking up at like seven, breakfast, go. You yeah, know, it's like. All right, I'm getting sick of being in my my Jeep. I'd yep. like to get out and experience see a river here, right? and yeah. you know go fish or something. You know. So like, we were camped under some trees um, in this beautiful like kind of open area yep. and and like a kind of like a meadow. And then there was a beautiful like kind of creek river, kind of going through it. Uh-huh. So at night you can hear the kind of like the the water slapping the rocks. Like I mean it was. Man, it, I, I really wish we would have stayed there two nights. And in hindsight, like That's even right. Evan and I were talking, we're like, "Yeah, we should have stayed there two or three nights. Like it was Just that nice. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. Um, That's where we got a lot of the shots, actually, of the kind of camp setup um, that we were for the magazine. Nice. Is at that campsite. The cool thing about though, like you know, the stick and move style of you know, drive in, drive in, drive in. Yeah. You see a lot of spots, so you could always go back right. and revisit. And, and I've, but you know what though, like to that point, like I've realized, like how often do you really go back? Like, think about, like, the really cool spots that we've driven through and that we've seen. Like, you, we always say that, and we've done it in Gaia. Because well, we, my we've shit's dropped. always broken. So I, I, I can't go back. I can't go back. If I plan to. So ask me that question in six months. Let's, right. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. We've, we did, like, even when we did Sedona, like, earlier in the year, like, back in February, um, we drove by a lot of really cool campsites, and we marked them all in Gaia. We were yeah, like, all right, this right. one's this one's cool. This one's cool. Next time, we'll, we might stay here. And... Um, I mean, overall, like I could probably spend hours getting into the nitty gritty of this of this trip, but it's it's almost not worth it because it's going to be repetitive. Was there anything bad that happened? Um, the only thing bad that happened was one night we were at camp, and um, like paranoia set in. Like I don't know what was going on. Everybody a, felt like there the was hair a on vibe. Yeah, uh-huh. there was a vibe, and none of us. None of us had given each other the paranoia. Like none of us had like overtly. Everybody kind of had it together. Everyone kind of had it. Um, we were kind of camped out by the fire, uh, and we were out in the middle of nowhere, and we just had this vibe that we were not alone. Like all of us. Interesting. Like, and then I, I, no joke. I to this day I will. I, I said it, and so we're, we were all carrying right. We we're all armed. Yeah. Because mostly because of bears, and we sure. had bear spray and 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 sidearms, and so. Um, I'm sitting just like we are, and I know this is bad because we're on a podcast, but I'm sitting kind of like we are now around the campfire, and I can see the back of the vehicle of um, of the Dodge. Okay. Right? So I'm looking, in the, and behind the Dodge is darkness, but, yep. there's a, but there's a dirt road to get into, like to go across the, to the next campsite. It's a dirt road. There's no one camping at the next campsite, and but through the glow of the fire and our lights, I saw a... I saw legs. Like, I saw the lower half of someone in the... Walking by. Walking by. Like, oh, I saw brown pants sake. and boots. And I go, there's, I go, someone just is walking. I go, look, who is that? And they didn't turn around fast enough. He had gone behind the truck. And so we immediately spread out and started like going to look. Yeah. And we found nobody, man. Like we walked out there. We found nobody. I'm certain, a hundred percent certain <laughs> I saw someone. And, and this is after we'd already been kind of like creeped out. And yeah. so when I, when I said that, they all said, yeah, I've been feeling that for like half an hour that. So just that someone's chipping checking us out um and so we we all kind of walked out and like just inspected we weren't looking for a fight but we were like saying hey are you cool yeah or do we need to worry and we we came across no one and you couldn't hear anybody running away like we didn't hear any like noise after yeah. beyond that so it, it's like they just vanished and and this was the same situation where it was kind of like a meadow it was a tree line but there was like a meadow and the direction they were going was towards the meadow yeah. and so we were like where the fuck did he go like dude, where do you, you can't hide out there the grass is like two inches tall like where are you gonna hide <laughs> so like good. he went into his little bunker yeah that he built he out just, there he just went whoop see ya yeah 
and so and here's and this is where it gets the even hills creepier, have right? eyes yeah so we decided to black out the camp like we just the campfire turned off all the lights we black yeah. it out and mostly because that just doesn't make us a target like we, you can't if someone is passing by they won't see us yeah right and so we went to bed i woke up so that same night i woke up at like four in the morning, three thirty in the morning, yeah. to a red light being lit in our camp. Okay, like you know how you have the headlamps yeah. have red lights, um, and someone was definitely flashing a red light on our camp. They were scanning our camp, and no one was out. Jesse wasn't out. Robert wasn't out. Um, Robert did see it also. He saw it reflecting off of his tent material. Yeah. Um, that's how I saw it. I was laying. I woke up and I was laying in my tent, and my tent glue red. And I was like, the fuck? And so then I started kind of looking around. And I could see it was like scanning. Like you see the light, the light move. And Robert, yeah, Robert saw it. Um, I don't know if Evan saw it. I think he, I don't think, I, th- I don't think he woke up. Um, and with Austin, they, those two were sacked out. Um, but, but Robert confirmed it. It wasn't my eyes playing tricks on me. Like Robert confirmed it. So someone maybe not came into camp. Maybe they were on the hill that was opposite our camp. But someone scanned our camp with a red light at 3 in the morning at that same spot. So we're all pretty confident that we were not alone <laughs> at that point. So we got up the next morning and we packed up and we're like, yep, we're not staying here again. We're out. <laughs> so that was probably the weirdest thing that happened. And I'm not normally like a person that gets like that that gets sketched out like that. Yeah. Like I'm more worried about getting eaten by a bear. Sure. Um, you know, but that's that was probably the only the only time that we were like, oh, this is weird. Uh, and you don't know what to do really like yeah. you know what do you do you kind of wait just, for it to happen if it's going to happen right like you just kind of or like whatever yeah yeah it's like it's you just kind of so anyways that That's was right. and so we did the trip we continued on our trip had a great time forgot about that had a great time um drove back down through utah um and we and we obviously utah's gorgeous we decided to hit san hollow before we went home um just because yeah and to get some action shots uh so San Hollow is cool. That and that's was, where you got all your rad. flexi stuff. That's where we got. That's where we got the speed stuff. Nice. We're like throwing it into corners and like oh, really right. kind of like throwing up like a rooster tail and kind of like really hitting corners hard. That was where I bottomed out the front and actually did get some rub on the inner fender oh, well. Really? Like I threw it pretty hard into a corner and it like bottomed out. And but it was fun, man. I mean, that's okay. So I don't know if you saw that picture about the big smile on my face that Evan posted like when we first got back. No. So he, on, on, I think it was Rebel's page or it was on his personal one that he posted a picture of like, that's a happy driver. I haven't even seen any of the pictures. Oh, yet. really? Yeah. I'll show them to you after this. Um, he's like, that's a happy driver because yeah. you can see my face through the windshield. And that was that, was that moment the where I was like, I was going way too fast yeah. <laughs> through a corner and it, it bottomed out. <laughs> but at the same time, like it was like handling so fucking awesome. Like the FJ was just taking everything like a champ, yeah. like zero issues. Z- there was never a situation where I felt the FJ was like not capable of doing what we were throwing at it. Um, it was supremely dialed. I, I I can't. I, I'm beyond stoked with it. And then the goose gear stuff that we added to the back, like perfect. And you guys have been right this entire time. You like, could strap everything like, down. Strap everything down. Yeah. The fridge is an utter game changer. Yeah. Like the solar panel. You guys on have the been hood. right this whole time. Yeah. Like the fridge is an utter game changer, especially yeah. when you're like out for two weeks. You know, and you need food. Yeah, you you've always to, been using a cooler. Yeah, huh? and so not having to stop for ice like that—that that allowed us to go to deeper campsites where to we have didn't, iced coffee. Yeah, <laughs> iced coffee in the morning, dude. My Is grumpy that? level went down to like zero. Yeah, like that's awesome. <laughs> it was rad. It was a good time, man. I, I'm just bummed you didn't get to go because that would have been like that would have ramped up the element of like the mutual excitement and sure. you know what I mean. Like I, I'm I definitely missed out. on Well, I mean, look, man. I didn't get to go, but at least the time that I spent not going led to yeah. Because you were doing this while we were gone. Yeah, you I was were like doing a swap. You were with. in the mid of the throw, like you were like in it. 
bro yeah was, so let's let's talk about that i mean so we we had our summer camp event and i got towed out there i got flat towed back by robert who right. we talked about um and jesse and uh and then yeah so the next the next day i just i just dove head first into this crazy pool that i was gonna almost drowning and i uh i started getting on the phone with different people even on the way back i called up richard from magnaflow and just talking to him about like what he thought and i started to settle around the idea of doing an ls3 but i talked to all the major shops so i went i went all the way from we were going to do a hemi swap to talking to other people and oh no we're going to do an ls3 and finally talked to martin and he kind of talked some sense in where he's like hey well you know why don't you go with the 5.3 mm-hmm. it's 350 horse fucking to the crank or whatever yep. it is like it's plenty of power yep. plenty of torque yep and the power is right there yeah unlike the supercharger yeah which did take it's, a little bit to it's spool. like uh what's the word like native power like it's, yeah, just it's like on demand it's, it's, it's naturally just, aspirated yeah, it's like, naturally aspirated it's it, it is what the motor produces yeah yeah and it's not like you're not it's not a power adder right, right. so right and then he's like, and if you really need more power later, you could throw a cam in, one a single cam, right? Yep. Because it's it, it uses one single cam on like the three point six, which had dual overhead cams. Yeah. On both sides. Um, yeah. And you know you get some lifters or whatever, and you'll end up making four hundred reliable all day long horsepower. Yep. Yep. So that without to even me, stressing the motor. Yeah, without Just, it stressing yeah. the motor. And yeah. he goes, and you know, the LS3 sounds cool, it's Corvette and all that, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. but you're gonna just break shit. And I'm like, and I'm and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm so done. <laughs> breaking shit <laughs> you finally hit that wall i hit the wall like, dude i'm just breaking shit. it went from being cool like oh dude look what i broke yeah to just this is stupid yeah um, i need to stop because my wife doesn't have too many more you know too yeah yeah too many more, the, more days in her too many more of the patience level yeah, is wearing thin too much more patience yeah, yeah she's pretty she's pretty done with that so yeah. um and i really want to get back out with her and the kids and yeah just go have fun yeah yeah. And stop, you know, having a project to work on all the time. So anyways, um, after I think it took about three to four days to really get the plan dialed. And then I uh, just just because of marketing, I, I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put a full plan together. And so I, I got on the phone with like Tread. I got on the phone with Motor Trend, uh, buddy Sean over there and came up with a full media package for this swap. Yeah. And so got on the phone with Sony and they sent me out a camera to like film it all. Wow. And uh, so I got everything. I've got like over a thousand clips of footage. I've got wow. I've got three magazines, easy three magazines worth of photos, which we're going to have a three magazine feature for four wheeler magazine. Wow. On the swap. And uh, so I put that media package together and then I approached a couple of companies that I need to work with. And they all wanted to get down and then the 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 most clutch piece so bruiser conversions was the was a swap conversion kit that we ended up going with they had they they will sell you the full kit they'll sell you the motor transmission everything if you go through them yeah um i in my properly complicated fashion decided i was going to work individually with different companies and pull all the sponsors (laughs) so i call will over at mcleod racing right they, they just recently acquired Silver Sport Transmission. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Perfect. Train. This is working. This is who they work with anyways. Yeah. And I got my buddy there. So, you know, so we'll, they came on. So I got my clutch flywheel transmission handled. And then, you know, spoke to Alexia and uh, um, and Jeff over at Bruiser. And they came yeah. on board. And then 
talked to my old contacts over at Mishimoto and they wanted to come on board so we got the radiator through them um, actually they they didn't have stock and so they went through one of their distributors and gave them a credit and got us oh wow it was so rad they, they really went Pulling the extra strings yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, and then who else um, Stinger actually because I went up north to Sonora uh, the the project was being done at Autotech with Hal from Autotech yeah uh, he's like um, on Instagram it's copper204 I believe is his Instagram name and then Justin from CrashFab also got involved for some of the modifications we had to make to like the cross member yeah. and the tunnel uh, the transmission tunnel in the yep, vehicle yep. Um, and then uh, and then Keith uh, from uh, Anderson Auto Body fucking his, his screen name is Captain Saver Rig for a reason <laughs> save a rig dude for a reason um and i and i also have to give props to adam on that one dude because adam really came like came through for me with just getting the whole family together up north yeah. and um getting all hands on deck i mean we had cj uh cj favela um he came through he was off a couple days or i don't know he had a late shift or whatever um because he's a local uh, sheriff yeah. over there and he came and he's a he's a hell of a wrench you know which is good because he breaks his shit almost as much as I do. <laughs> and, uh, and it was just such, it was such a great time. And so, so many great companies all came together yeah. to really, um, put in to make sure this, this happened. And, you know, companies like Casey Stinger and Rugged all came through for me to like, you know, just the way that you'd like your sponsors to like support right. you, you know? Right. And so they came through to kind of take the sting off a little bit and, you know, the millions of blocks that we sold of course oh totally yeah, yeah. we we built an empire <laughs> off of those blocks man i'm going to tell you right now that every that that um all the haters on oh selling blocks like um hey thank you right? yeah do you brought so much attention to everything yeah it was it was awesome yeah and um b uh I'm amazed that something so funny went over your head and you got angry about it yeah it's um, like and you know what they you know by by the reaction that the quote-unquote haters yeah i mean whatever like just uh future friends i like right. to think of them. yeah future friends future right. friends exactly. exactly um what what they kind of were saying through all their you know all the crap that they were posting is almost like that all of you out there are just idiots they're the smartest person in the room correct and we are just pulling the wool over your eyes by selling you a block of wood that you don't know is a block you clearly of wood. can't tell it's a fucking block of wood you because- can't tell it's a block of wood <laughs> and you can't tell that the price first of all it's always been on sale. It's always been on sale. It's that's, been. that's part of the joke. It's part of the joke, dummies. Um, and then, and then, the exorbitant amount of money that we're asking is is just support because <laughs> hey, we do this fucking podcast, and you know we're starting to get to the point where we're starting to get some support from sponsors, right? Um, who we'll definitely get into, but you know we're still not we're not making money. Yeah, when we went this. to when we went to Jason Demello and Rebel Off Road. And, and Milestar Star. Tires yeah. for sponsorship. Um, this is our pitch was, hey, can you buy us lunch? Jason will buy us drinks, and um, <laughs> Rebel Off Road will buy us dessert. Like that was that was the pitch of our sponsorship program. So yeah. just to, let, let's like let's, it covers some gas money, <laughs> but you know a lot of the shit that we sell on our website is to support this, it's, this it's, podcast. And yeah. and for those of you who think that's stupid, don't listen. Or yeah, you don't, or you don't have to buy. I you don't, don't mind if you it. listen. I don't mind if you listen and have fun. You don't know we're not. You don't have to. You don't have to support us. It's yeah. fine. Uh, but those those of them, those are the people out there who've really like came through and supported us, bought patches, bought stickers, bought a block of wood. Look, like, and let me tell you, we're not selling fucking tons of blocks of wood. Okay? <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's it's also a joke. a joke. <laughs> and everyone's having fun with it. Um, I'm gonna, yeah. I still got to ship the damn things. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I'll, I can't I'll bottom. I'll bottom. I can't line believe it. somebody bought it. I'll bottom line it right here. Look, if you've been listening to us for any amount of time, then you you should have fully expected this to be a joke. Yeah, like it's that's just you know you know who we are. You know, it's a real life joke. It's a real life joke. Yeah. yeah, we just and we had fun with it, and the people that the the three people that bought it um, also also had a joke and i'm not it's not three it's a big i don't know what the number is but if, if you're yeah it's more it, it's way more than that actually thanks to the people that oh that's uh, right the hate you know what's funny is uh you were on your trip i mean not your trip excuse me you were getting right. this bill like, and i had just gotten back from my trip and i was like i haven't looked the, at the sales and so i looked in and and i looked <laughs> i looked like, at when fuck? um when like it started picking up traction on social media with people hating on it and then i looked the very next morning and i swear the sales doubled it did i was just like holy shit dude I'm like, can you, you please post another the post irony, the irony of <laughs> please post again yeah say some so, more hateful things so it was so anyways um like you like we like i guess the lesson that we validated was all press is good press. Yeah, and that's been a saying that you've right. always heard out there, and it's a true saying. <laughs> right. So, anyways, I hope for those of you that got the joke, um, we appreciate it, and, we're, yeah, and we, we hope you got. You a, we and hope you got a genuine good laugh, and we hope that you spent the time reading the the uh, the liability release because Ali worked some serious magic on that. Um, I <laughs> was dying. Fully covered. I was literally crying when he was reading it to me because I couldn't read it. I was on my trip, and I was driving in the FJ, and I was like, I can't, I can't read it. I'm driving, and so he read it to me, and I. Literally had tears in my eyes, and I was like, I had to ask him point blank. I'm like, dude, did you write like actually like sit down and write all of this? Because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it, was, it was so. It was like uh, three liability waivers merged together. It was so great. Reworked. Like <laughs> it was just like I'm like that should cover us. I think like airtight as f, dude. It was so good. And then so and for those of you who didn't get it and got a little upset, um, hang out with us more, and yeah. you'll you'll be less upset, yeah. and we can have some fun on the next joke. I got called the C word by some guy and i'm like that's not nice but that's whatever. extreme yeah that, that's unnecessary whatever. Like, that's okay <laughs> whatever dude that's what you really do <laughs> so so yeah so um so yeah the uh, a block is a thing and we'll be selling more <laughs> we'll be selling more, we'll be selling uh, more. I'll, i'm gonna do a double wide one yeah we'll do double it'll wide cost twice as much twice as much yeah it'll be made of <laughs> made of even less dirty wood i might put rubber on top yeah it'll be made of but we'll be doing a balsa edition for you weight weenies <laughs> oh my god <laughs> could you and then and then i lowered the the jeep onto the block and it totally compressed and it disintegrated <laughs> balsa. So stupid. It's rad. oh my god so i saw Saw you were doing videos, um, so I don't want to fast forward too much. So let yeah. me know if I did. No. But we were talking about we getting this in. Tangent. Yeah, we went on a tangent. We we're talking about getting the the motor and mm-hmm. trans in. And I remember that you had a couple of false starts with like, oh, it's going in now. And yeah. then we're like, oh nope, we got to make sure the chains are clearing and yeah. the chains aren't working. Yeah. So, so how'd that? I mean, it was a tight squeeze, huh? We were being lazy as people, and or we did or, not, or fatigued. We just didn't take the stinger off. Mm. So the stinger is a, it's a big stinger from you. Yeah. And it's a, it's in the perfect place to really make wanting to take a motor out. And it cuts in. the angle, right? Like it's it really kind of yeah. cuts the angle to get in. So we have to use the forklift and raise this. I mean, it is a scary sight when you're seeing your crate motor up in the air like that, hanging yeah. off a chain and you're just like, it's a lot of money snap. hanging in the air. Please don't snap. <laughs> That's a very costly, yeah. you know, um, accident waiting to happen. Yeah. And, but yeah, we, we had to like, we had to make sure the chain was good. We have to put a ratchet strap on it to like kind of help with the angling. Yeah, the to motor. to help maneuver it, right? The ratchet strap was basically there for maneuverability. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And ultimately, it it we got it in. We, yeah. we got the old one out. We got the new one in. Um, the clearance is like, it's pretty snug. 
It's got to be, man. I mean, V8s, I mean, I know it's a small block, but still, like, it's not. Well, so compared to the Pentastar, like I said, the Pentastar has that dual overhead cam yeah. setup, which on both sides. So it sticks out fairly decently. Um, and then, you know, the the intake plenum, like, covers a lot of shit that you maybe yeah. normally wouldn't get, wouldn't get to. I love how the LS is compact. Yes. I, I was, I'm still able to run my dual battery kit. As someone who's come from, like, a Corvette background. Yeah. Like, I've owned LSs. Okay. Because that's how I, that's what I came up with, what I grew up with. Uh, that's as, just a standard motor, as, right? As for dumb sure. and as, like, I don't want to say conceited, because that's not what I'm going for. Um, but as, I know it sounds bad, but just that was... It. But that that was one of my first cars when I was yeah. sixteen. I, I bought a Corvette Stingray. I paid four grand for it. It was a piece of shit, but I brought it back to life. It brought it back to life. So and that wasn't an LS. That was an old Stingray. But I, then I had newer Corvettes after that. And the LS is the LS is the beauty of the LS is that it is it is a staple motor. Like, like you could find you could rebuild dude, the, the entire aftermarket motor support for that motor is stupid. Yeah. And you're right. You could literally go to AutoZone and you could rebuild an entire friggin' motor like on on parts off the shelf. Like it's, you can't do that with the Pentastar. No, and there's no power outers to the Pentastar yeah. platform. Nobody wants to really fuck with it. Yeah, uh, Rip did a great job with their like you know supercharger, their the Vortec uh, V3 yeah. that is on there uh, in their kit. It's a it's a great little kit if if yeah you'll take the time to properly get it dialed. And honestly, over the past three years, I always said I was going to take it to a tuner. It was never convenient for me to find a tuner. Yeah, and I'm like, she's running. Yeah, she's running. So. And and I ran her and I ran her yeah and, and I had a lot of fun with it yeah and so um, by no means is my motor swap a criticism of Rip I think it's the right it's the right thing for the right person right um, for me I Definitely. just really just want the I want the power but I I want the power that I don't have to fuck with like, yeah I don't have to worry about I don't have to tune yeah like like trouble free right you want carefree power that is reliable and that's that's the beauty and that's of what an I LS, needed, a bulletproof. Right? Yeah. yeah, the LS is bulletproof. It's been around for decades, like different iterations of it, but it's been around for decades, yep. right? It's it is a tried and true reliable motor that is that is one of the a handful of motors from different manufacturers that you could say that about. Yep, you know, and yeah, that's so the particular one that we ended up going with is called the LH8. It's an all aluminum construction, like yeah. the um, the bottom end, the top, the yeah. head, everything's yep. aluminum. So cooling is is really it's, easy with that. It's easy, and it's, it's easy because 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 it's paramount. Right, because it's aluminum, right. so it's very important that that motor has has stable temps, and so they and so they built it that way. Yep, like they built it to make it to make sure that it's like it's easy. I mean, driving up here at 107 degrees uh, at one of the steeper grades. Yeah, uh, coming through one of the passes. Yeah, it yeah, got up to 238 and just chilled. Just chilled. Yeah, right they'll do that. Yep, yeah. exactly. Um, I wasn't chilling. I have no air conditioning right now. <laughs> so the. So for whatever reason, I don't know if it was like maybe this particular motor had a different AC pump on it, um, but the the um, hoses that I got from uh, Bruiser did not fit. Oh, okay. So I couldn't mismatch. get this charged. Yeah. So it's it was definitely a hot trip. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked on today. It's a cool day. So we'll yeah. be leaving tonight. And nice. I won't have to worry about uh, the heater works great. Yeah. <laughs> the heater works <laughs> the fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I got a little ahead. Yeah. So went up to... Sonora uh, to Hal Shop Auto Tech. Um, spent the first few days ripping stuff out, yeah. power washing things, just really taking our time. And and then we had a FedEx issue where we, oh, our, that's our right. clutch and flywheel just that's right. was held up in this Tracy facility Tracy that I black hole Tracy's black hole. Yeah. Like I didn't know there was a black hole in Tracy, Tracy California, yeah. but it's this major massive hub for FedEx, and shit just I guess like yep. either falls out the back of a truck or 
flat out gets lost. Yeah. I'm like, I want to go to the lost and found yeah. at FedEx. <laughs> like, can I see all of your insurance claims that you paid out? <laughs> like, they need to have a sale. Like, yeah, they probably do have a warehouse sale that we don't know about. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, um, we went through a lot of stress on that. A lot of phone calls to different FedEx reps. Uh, yeah. Will, Will pulled out all the stops. Um, also leveraged the fact that, you know, on the center for side that his wife works for, like, they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of, uh, they move a lot of product with FedEx. Yeah. And then Hal, on his on his wife's side also uh micro electronics yeah um uh, microtronics or something like that yeah um they do a lot of business so they kind of leverage those relationships and so both, i got they got they got hit from two sides yeah and they're like just come down coming down now and so while i was driving will was still finalizing like locating and everything but yeah. i'm like it's an hour and a half drive i, I gotta go and that was um that was on i want to say thursday or friday how long were you there seven days yeah still away from the family Whew. Adam and Adam and Kayla like uh, housed me at their at their place. They actually Adam had to leave on Thursday yeah. um, to go to to the come Sanskrit. to our place. Yeah, to come to our neck of the woods. Yep. <laughs> and so, just again, when I say it's like the Northern family, yeah. it really is a family up yeah. there because every like I ended up having dinner with Josh and Michelle and um, their kid who they had just gone to like uh, pra- practice and we went down. Me and Keith went down and had dinner with them and yeah. It's just, you know, that's the only saving grace of that being away from my family for so long was at least just having a little bit of that with the friends that we have up there. Yeah. Um, and then Hal, like <laughs> Hal and his and his main guy, one of his main guys, Vincent, um, the magic that they pulled. Right. It yeah. was just amazing. And then, you know, the friends came out to help. Um, Eric came up from uh, the Bay Area. Uh, stopped by my brother-in-law's house, picked up all my PSC stuff that I had shipped there. Yeah. Also bought another alternator because wow. we had some alternator issues, like wow. trying to find the right bracket. Dude, like a village came together. A hundred percent. I mean, it, that's always the case, right? Like yeah. that's how that's how all of us get this stuff done. Is just the because I'm not balling, dude. And it's you know, and they're like, well, what? You shouldn't put an LS motor if you're if you're crying poor. I'm not crying poor. Just. I don't have all the resources that some people have. I don't. Right. I don't have a business that I've sold. You know, right. to where I'm like, all right, here's thirty five thousand yeah, dollars. You're know? independently wealthy. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, it's a bitching project. Yeah. It's gotten a lot of love, and it's done a lot of cool things for a lot of companies. Yeah, and you know, um, I spend a lot of time with Doug from Outback Adventure Products, who does the Trail Gator. Yeah, and I'll never change my table out because I love his table and yeah. that cutting this bamboo cutting board is held up to everything. I've used it and he came over and he's like, thank you so much for all the business you've sent my way. And yeah. he, he like actually retrofitted my clips that hold the table on. And it's oh, that's like, awesome. you know, and he's not, he's not this like multi-million dollar, like, you know, yeah, he's got a small business, small business. Yeah. He's put his kids through school, like, yeah. you know, and to have him come up and say, thank you. was really validating because yeah. you sometimes wonder like, is there any credit to my hype that yeah. I put out there? Like, is it actually doing anything? That's one of the best feelings I think is for those of us that have kind of moved into that space where we're working with brands and kind of like, you know, giving, trying to provide real value and trying to like build a relationship, not just kind of hustle parts and have integrity, Yeah, have integrity and build that relationship. And, and like, I, it's like any other job that we do, right? Like you want, if you're going to put your name on it, you want it to have integrity and be value and you want to do your best. And so when, when one of them tells you that it's, it's validating, but it's also, it feels good. To be like, yeah, the work that I put in paid off for for you. Well, it like, makes that's me, why I did it. It makes me want to when I break. It makes me want to just upgrade. Yeah, because like, it makes me want to make this cooler and cooler and cooler. Yeah, 
Um, I think I'm kind of done with that now, but like, <laughs> but I just want to represent the best. I want to make the, the most badass freaking thing that I can. Yeah. And, you know, if I go a little underwater for a little bit doing it, that's okay. Yep. Because I think in the long run, there's payoff on the backside. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. And, uh, you know, like I said, having Casey Rugged and Stinger come on and help was huge, you know? Yeah. And uh, having my wife have patience and, you know, let me do my thing was huge as well. So thanks, honey. Um but yeah, I mean, we we threw everything at it seven days, Sunday night, or Monday, technically Monday morning at 1 a.m. Yeah. Uh, 1 a.m., we had it fired up, running. <sighs> we barely even, I've barely even done the checks I should probably do, <laughs> like, to make sure everything's, like, torqued <laughs> down. But um, we got it running. 3 a.m., I was packed. Yeah. And I was on the road. Wow. To go back home. And Monday afternoon... I got in around twelve o'clock. That, I'm reminded really quick, not not to go on a tangent, but um, of our tradition of super late night drives home, dude. <laughs> you were oh. you were waving you were you were uh, you were keeping the flag high, dude. You were waving the flag for us, dude. It was around five five thirty in the morning, six a.m. where yeah. I started hallucinating on the road, <laughs> and shapes in the road started yep. looking like. Oh, things man. and yeah. I'm like that's not real life right there that's not happening because yeah. my brain was going into like a sleep mode right yeah and I'm like this is very dangerous I pulled off into yep. the parking lot of a Home Depot somewhere yep and uh, I took a nice solid hour nap yeah no, and, I'm, I'm uh, glad you were keeping our traditions alive I, I'm, I'm stoked <laughs> as dangerous as it was that's how we roll that's how we roll, <laughs> that's how we roll. Um, <laughs> bro it's so bad <laughs> <sighs> so so you, so you got home. I got home and uh which is already a victory. Yeah. You drove it home. Drove it home. Yeah. No heating issues, no real bugs or nothing. Yeah. Um and then uh and then I made it and I made it here 2 days later. Yeah. 3 days later. And then, and even then like you were scrambling to get here. Like I remember I called you on the way here. I was like so I was expecting to fully like basically be able to meet up with you because we left. We were planning on leaving our house at 6:30. Oh, I forgot to do my oil change. Yeah. I'm like I, I just I got I just got <laughs> over 500 miles. Yeah. On Thursday morning. Yeah. And I'm like oh, shit, I got to do an oil change. Got to do an oil change. Yeah, that's a really important one. So yeah. It's kind and of a big so, deal. <laughs> did that and uh yeah, man. Yeah, and so I called you and you're like um I'm two hours late, so I, technically I should be pretty close to where you are on the road because we were talking about, you know, yeah. not being able to meet up this time to, to drive together. And then you told me, you're like, yeah, so I'm also two hours late because <laughs> I yeah. had to do an oil change. <laughs> but you were already in Barstow when we talked, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was hoping that we could meet up at, at Lenwood at the, where all the gas stations are. Yeah. That's why I was calling you. I was like, oh, he's got to be close. And yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I really got yeah. a late start, but. You know, brought the whole toolkit with yep. me and didn't have to use it, which was awesome. Knock on wood. Yep. <laughs> knock on block. Yep. Knock on block. <laughs> One of the many uses of One block. One of the many uses of block. You always have wood to knock on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we're here. We're here at the the KC Highlights Adventure Camp. Yep. Uh, we got Shimano and Steve. Dude, this here. spot is clutch. Yeah. I, like, when I when I was planning this out with the team back when I was at KC, I was like, "No, I remember we talked about it." It's our fiftieth anniversary, like at the time. Yeah. this was supposed to happen a year ago. Right, right. It's our fiftieth anniversary. We need a party. We like, were gonna put the Shimano tent, ride bikes. I mean, we, yeah. they're still here, by the way. I'm not saying yeah. they're not here. Um, yeah. But I remember Those when you first when you first told me about it, I was like, "Hell yeah, let's do this." Yeah, and it and it yeah. worked. And I think I see so many areas of improvement already of like yeah. what could have been done differently or what yeah. we could do differently for like next year. Yeah. Um, me and Alan already talked like, Hey, we should, uh, we should talk. You know? Yeah. 
So yeah, no man, I'm the party was everything. the party went off last night. Oh, that was good. Some girl kicked my Dude, dog. The food was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I was blown away that catered food like that much. That volume of food could be that good. Dude, not not taste like cafeteria food. That was bit, those quesadillas. Were oh, they were bomb. Bitching. So and then I had the they bir- were like gourmet. The, the, did you have the birria tacos? No. Oh, dude, it was really Ooh. good. Man, I think so. I experienced ecstasy for like a moment. I just cut in line so and good. grabbed the quesadilla. Yeah, it was so bomb. <laughs> Ran away. Yeah. If we ever find that girl that kicked happy though, I'm gonna kick her in her face, dude. Um, I have zero. She kicked happy and then she knocked my hat off my head and then I was like, and then her boyfriend wanted to get on my face and then I don't understand that the boyfriend's friend got on my face and I'm like dude you guys need to leave yeah I don't understand how you how someone you're with kicks an animal and then flicks a hat off someone who owns that animal and then she was and, just and, all and, kinds and then, of angry and then you feel and then you feel the urge to defend that yeah like what's wrong with you just man take make, your lady and go yeah make better choices <laughs> bro leave yeah and then you that know. is not a good human yeah whatever yeah. I won't get into the depth about what happened but yeah I, I definitely did not back down and they left. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, don't more. be that kind of person. Just don't, as I'm going to say. Yeah. Don't kick people's dogs, even don't if they're kick any being dogs. assholes. Yeah. Don't like, kick, don't. And Happy's been having a hard time with all the. Yeah. Her 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 demeanor today definitely changed. Yeah. Like she's been so much more chill. She's been. Yeah. She hasn't been growling at every single dog walking by. So yeah. I think, honestly, she's a good symbol of what COVID did to a puppy. For that first year, oh yeah, when yeah. we were on real lockdown, oh yeah, yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of COVID dogs out there. A lot of COVID sure. dogs who just yeah. don't know. They weren't. Socialized. They think they're people. Yep. They don't realize that there's a whole yep. species of themselves exactly. out there. You, know? <laughs> like, you mean I'm not just a furry person that walks on all fours? Yeah. As far as Happy's concerned, <laughs> Wait, the, two, the two other dogs at the house are people too. Are people too? Yeah. It. Yeah. This is a house the, of people. Those yeah. are the <laughs> only other dogs in existence. And coming here was a huge shock because. There's a lot of dogs out there. Yeah, there's a lot of dogs here. Yeah, yeah which, which I like. like. It's really cool to see how many people like travel with their dogs. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. I um, wish I could travel with my dog, but my dog is an utter spaz. Yeah, she won't. She's just not she a trail dog. Down. No, she's yeah. not. And then she has these like meltdowns where she's just like over it, and then it gets really like annoying and yeah. unbearable. So she's yeah. not a trail dog. She's I mean, not. hindsight being 2020, I would not bring. Ha- I should not have brought Happy. Yeah. yeah, she's but, doing all right though. Yeah, she's she's kind of she's in her down comforter. Yeah, she know, is like bundle. cuddled up. This is like possibly the cutest part of Rick for Dirt ever, yeah. which is happy on her dog bed, cuddled in a in this like super fluffy down blanket. Yeah, and just like basically looking like a Columbia or or REI catalog. <laughs> yeah, right now she's just like. Yeah, she might be the next. She might be uh, the next ambassador right. to, to something. To something. <laughs> Following in Pop's footsteps. <laughs> Happy's gonna have an account. Happy camper. She's gonna have a happy camper. Happy That's camper awesome. account. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Happy. I know you don't like camping, but um, we're gonna do this, and you're gonna be a. Camping and you're gonna dog. pose for you're all these photos. You're gonna pose for all these photos. Oh, <laughs> this has been such a great event. It's so oh, go- it's so nice to be back and yeah. hanging out. And it is. It really is. Yeah, I can't wait to. Uh, there's a couple bugs still in the Jeep that need to be worked out, but nothing that was unexpected. Yeah. Like, um, you know, just that's that's what comes with the ter- territory of like putting a new motor, new everything into a vehicle and just right. kind of work gotta, out some. Gotta, gotta shake out there's the, some the clocking iron issues out on the, cakes, the yeah. yeah, on the on the transfer case. There's it needs to be clocked differently, so they have to send me out a clocking ring. Yeah. Um, a different one. And uh, but got, you did have a happy uh, side effect. What's Which that? was that you were you were actually not allowed 
to lead foot this thing out here. Right. Yeah. There's a 4,000 <laughs> RPM fuel cut, which I think is due to something on the tuning side of reading the transmission properly or right. something. It thinks that it has an automatic versus a manual, I think, right, right you were saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what we, that's the hypothesis. That's the hypothesis, so yeah. Justin's actually got a scan tool here. He's going to throw it on and yeah, see. Yeah, find out, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, all good, dude. I'm stoked. I'm beyond. Dude, it sounds. I'm gonna say this because happy. when you rolled in, fuck, it sounds amazing. It sounds like really good. that. That I mean, there's just no. And we've said, I've said this always. There's and it's it's it sometimes it becomes a little cliche when people say there's no replacement for displacement. Yeah, right. Really isn't. And 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 I think for horsepower there is. You can totally squeeze horsepower out of like a lot a supercharger, of totally. Yeah. And I mean, I mean honestly, look at Ford's motors. That's what nitrous is They've for. They've been doing great job with smaller motors and other companies have too, but when it comes to the V8 sound, yeah, dude. No, you cannot reproduce it. You get you get a nice LS with a nice exhaust system and that thing just purrs, man. I mean, someone walking by, I think they said it. They're like, "Can I get that sound in an app so I yeah. can just fall asleep to it?" It is. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that that's true. That, that, that little like the, yeah, that low V8 kind of like just it purrs, man. I mean, Watch any Mad Max movie; those are all based on the V8. Yeah, and you get that. I say this because I used to own a Corvette, right? And when you fire up a Corvette and you hear that exhaust, it's just this like beautiful, like rhythmic, like whoop 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 whoop, and it just sounds so cool, so good. Yeah, love oh. it. I might have to buy another Corvette after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. <laughs> We're going. Life crisis is happening early. <laughs> but uh, where are we at? Are we are we good for today? Cool. Yeah, I think I, so, brother. I think uh, I think we're going to go do another episode with Jim from Ground Yeah, Powder. we're going to go meet some friends and talk to them and bring them to your ear holes. To your ear oh God, that sounds so weird. <laughs> Let's pay some bills. Let's pay some bills. First up is our good friends at Rebel Off-Road, who you've been you've heard about a lot in this podcast and the trip that we did. Check them out. They're going to be posting some epic photos. They've got some epic products for your Overland builds now, too. Um, they're moving into the Toyota space with the Tacoma bed rack. Um, so that's exciting. Yep. And uh, they've got, of course, the bed racks for their JTs. They've got armor for JTs and JLs. Yep. And aside from that, they're also opening a shop in Texas, which which makes them centrally Fort located. Worth. Yeah, Fort Worth. So now they're centrally located to the entire United States. So, you know, that's right smack dab in the middle. So bottom middle, right? Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, if you want to check them out and you're out in that area, Texas is freaking huge, and a lot of you are out there. So yeah. go check them out. Um, and for the rest of the world, they ship. So check them out, rebeloffroad.com. And they do maintenance too. Like yep. you go get your oil changed at yep. Rebel. You like, could. Yeah. You just got to book it out. Just got to book it. You got to plan ahead. <laughs> so busy. Plan ahead. <laughs> um, next up, we got Demello Off Road. Yep. Which I always love introducing Demello because I have nothing Demello. <laughs> nothing so. Demello. Or well, I, I may actually. The wife. The That's wife has true. a Bronco in order. Oh, I'm looking so forward to that. Could be I'm a Demello. Very much looking forward to could that. Could be a Demello build. Um, and uh, and you know they've got everything for your for your Toyota FJ yeah. Tacoma Tacoma um, Lexus. They're also getting into the Ford space, like we said, Bronco. Yep. Um, so they've already got a, a bumper in the works on that. Yep. Um, great guy, Jason. Such a Jason's good dude. Jason's a wealth of knowledge as well. A wealth of knowledge. Good dude. Honest work. Like honest work. Yeah, you can really get behind that. You yep. know, a hundred percent. And you know, I know I I am pretty sure he's still looking for more welders because they're growing. Just like Rebel is hiring a bunch of people too. Yeah. Um, so I would say this, man. If you are getting into fabrication, go work for that guy. Yeah. Like if you're, if you, he'll a, he'll tell you if you're worth your salt, and if you're not, and you're willing to learn, he will teach you. He will make you a better. Yeah, welder. he will yeah. make you a better welder. Like he's, 
Yeah. That but if you see their bumpers, like it's so clean, like man, so clean. clean and there's so much to it and they do it all by hand. Yeah. The fit and finish is, is, is top notch. Yeah. yeah. So check them out. And then uh, next up, who we got? Next up is Milestar Tires, That's right. the the fine purveyor of tires that I do not use. Um, they're on they're <laughs> similar, they're on Kate. To, I love similar to the Demello the the, the Demello dilemma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but great tires, and you know what? I can I can't speak firsthand because I have driven Kate, and I have rode many miles when we do yep. Moab, and I can say that we you know when it comes to MTs, even the MTs that I do like, I currently have the Falcons. They're great tires. Yep. They're not as quiet as the as the Patagonia. I don't think anybody is as quiet as the Patagonia. Yeah, the ride is impressive for a pair of MTs. Um, fantastic tire. Never skipped a beat when we were in Moab. Right. So I'm just saying this as someone who is in a, in a, in a non-biased observant, and definitely check them out. Solid tires uh, perform really well, yep. and you're on version two now, aren't you? I am. Uh, we're not talking about it too much. Oh, sorry. Right, it's all good. No, I think uh, I think this this episode should be pretty close to uh, when the announcement officially comes out. But they're nice. uh, there's, they're they're a the special version of the Patagonias. Yeah. And uh, one thing I will say is people give them a lot of shit, and then usually it's in the crawling platform of yeah. like uh, the hardcore rock crawlers, like fuck Patagonias. Like, hey guys, like they're an amazing all around tire. Yeah. Whether you're going through snow. Yeah, you're driving through rain, which I've also seen firsthand. Yeah, yep. you're in. Yeah, exactly. When we went to Little, like, yep. and I was doing circles around people with those tires. Um, or you're in. Uh, you're just on the road, super quiet, and then they also do good up in the up in the freaking rocks. Yeah, and it's like, what do you want? Like, yeah. you're not going to get the most perfect, amazing everything, <laughs> but you're going to get a really well. What did we say yesterday? Does this not entertain you? Yeah, like, <laughs> did I not give you enough? Yeah. So. I mean, honestly, if you're looking for a, a relatively affordable tire, yeah. Um, I mean, because once you pass 35, they're all expensive. They're all but, expensive, yeah. But relatively affordable, well-rounded. Yep, it's a good tire, it's a good man. Tire. And I don't. I'm not an extreme rock crawler or nothing. So yeah. for me, it's like I used to have the SSD Pro, the Cooper SSD Pros, which yep. are a very utilitarian rock crawling tire. Yep. Like, they made a great tire. Yeah. You know, and there's a. Uh, um, Great tires from Mickey Thompson. Yep. With the gnarly ass lugs that you oh. can also use as steps to yep. get up on exactly. top. Exactly. And I've used them. I think on does Adam have those? Adam has it. Yeah, yeah. I've used them as steps on yeah. the, on, on tight. The lugs yeah. come out like it's insane. three three and a half inches. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah there's there's like, tires like, out there. They're for like you. rock wall hooks. Yeah, but I'm not and I'm not gonna go and say, Oh, these Mickey Thompson suck on the road because you know what? They don't they're, belong on the road. That's not what they're for. Yeah. They belong on the trail. Yes. Like Milestar just made a tire that's good for everything. Yeah. So I really want to reiterate that because there's so much misinformation yeah, out there. there is. And I've done thousands of miles on on my on my milestones, and they've been great. yeah, they've been great. So whatever. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, this has been great. It I really been. enjoy kind of getting back into actually being in a location. Like you know, we had summer camp that yep. was great. Now we're here in uh, Arizona, and I'm looking forward to us going on uh, more trips. More now. trips, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So don't forget to check us out on our website, rigfordirt.com. You can own your own pet block. Um, <laughs> the pet block. <laughs> the, the version two to the pet rock. Dress it up, put it on a leash, yep. won't poop or pee, won't yep. even ask you to feed it. It is a great, great pet. It's probably block, one of the best it's out block. there. Yep. It's square, it's hard, it's wood. 
That's great. <laughs> yeah, it won't protect your house, but it won't bite your kids. It's a fantastic, fantastic pet. Probably the world's best pet, to be honest. Uh, on sale, open. On sale right now at rakefordirt.com, along with our patches, stickers, and whatever shenanigans we can come up with yeah. to put on the website whatever as well we can to make you. you laugh or make you rage. Yeah. Either way, we'll <laughs> be there for you. <laughs> that was my best attempt at an infomercial. That I, hope it, awesome. I hope it worked. <laughs> um yeah, so check us out. Check us out online. Uh, leave us a review on yep. uh, Apple if you listen to us on Apple or Spotify. Yes. Um, we're pretty much everywhere streamed. So everywhere you guys, your ear holes visit, we are too. If you guys give us a little review, we'd much appreciate it. I'd love to hear what you think. Um, tell your friends. Like we we've been really appreciating the amount of downloads we've been seeing. Yeah, so we have been. It's hugely appreciative. We're we're happy to see some growth and uh, keep spreading the word, man. Become Ray for Dirt. Uh, what's the word? Not gospels. Groupies? Yeah. No, not groupies. Um, evangelists? Prof- evangelists. That's yeah, the word prophets. I'm looking for. Prophets. Oh. <laughs> Prof- <laughs> Prof- I don't know. I can't. My, 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 my mouth, the my mouth is broken. Yeah. So. I mean, and you guys really do a lot for us. Um, we've so met a lot of you here, by the way. So if you're listening it. to this and you were here, yeah. um, we've and met a you. lot of you here. Thanks for coming over and saying hi. We appreciate it. We're happy to give the high fives, yep. uh, the photos, all that stuff. We love you guys. Thank you so much. For There's that. more love than hate. Yeah, and I love thank that. you. Exactly. Thank you, guys. I'm Frank at Trickman Truck Base. I'm Ollie at Kate the Jeep. Until next time. Bye.